are back, baby, and we're here to run down every single game from the Sunday slate of Week 9 of the NFL season. I'm your host, Big Billy FF, and as always, I'm here to give you three talking points from every single game from the Sunday slate and a player of the game. As always, player of the game is a joke, so don't get mad at me. First off, the first game we're going to talk about this week, one of the one of the weirdest games of the week, the Chargers come back versus the Falcons, 20-17. to 17. Wild, I had to say that. First off, Cordero Patterson is back to being Cordero Patterson. Play accordingly. He seems like the guy, and I think he's going to keep getting the usage we expect. I think Caleb Huntley, out the window. Next up, Joshua Palmer can be a stud in the stead of Keenan and Mike Williams. I think... He's going to be fine. I think he's going to be good, and this team's going to pass enough that even if he's a little bit inefficient, they're going to do just fine. Next up, Austin Eckler is just good, and he'll remain good the rest of the year. An RB that consistently gets seven receptions is always going to be solid, regardless of what he does the rest of the way. Player of the game, I got to give it to Dicker the kicker. I remember that dude from University of Texas. One of the better names in sports, and what a what a clutch beginning of that man's career. Next up, the Dolphins win a shootout versus the Bears. Crazy that I had to say that sentence too. 35 to 32. First off, Justin Fields is coming alive before our eyes. He is all of a sudden developing at a rapid rate. It seems like he figured out he does not need to always rely on his arm. They're letting him move around. He's making use of his teams or his teammates. I think there's a lot of good coming down the pipeline for Justin Fields. Next up, Tyreek Hill is going to make a push for 2,000 yards this season, especially with the return of Tua to normal form. Tyreek is on pace to do something very special this season. If he starts catching more touchdowns, we're looking at history for Tyreek Hill this season in fantasy. Next up, Justin... Justin, Jeff Wilson may end up being the lead of this Dolphins backfield just off the back of efficiency. He Just in terms of efficiency, he might just be better than Raheem Mostert. Player of the game, I got to give it to Justin Fields despite the loss. I mean, wow. Next up, the Bengals beat down the Panthers, 42-21. First off, Joe Mixon figured something out in this game, and hopefully it continues with the absence of Jamar Chase. I mean, five touchdowns, I said this last year with Gabe Davis, five touchdowns is not a fluke. Braxton Berrios is not going to have five touchdowns in a game or some other guy down the depth chart. This is a good thing for Joe Mixon and a sign of things to come moving forward. Next up, the Panthers came back down to earth after last week's shootout with the Falcons. I I think we all knew last week wasn't what we thought the Panthers were going to be. They weren't going to keep having these shootouts, and we saw that. Next up, I wish I had more takeaways rather than just talking up Mixon again, but what a game. I mean, uh, we were talking about history for Tyreek Hill, historic game for Joe Mixon, historic game for Justin Fields. I mean, what 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 a week in fantasy. Speaking of history, the Lions beat down the Packers in a sad, sad performance, 15-9. to I wish I could remember the Aaron Rodgers interception stat that he broke. Like, I think it was his, he's never thrown more than two red zone interceptions, but I could be wrong in that. First off, something is changing in Green Bay, and it worries me how little it seems like they know how to fix it. 
we've always had problems with the wide receiving core, but I mean, we had Adams at the time. It seems like so many of the current solutions to the problem are bench Rogers for Jordan love fire Matt LaFleur. Like it seems like people don't really know what the fix is for green Bay. And I think that might result in a lost season for them. And that's upsetting, especially with Rogers on his final contract. Next up, Lazard is the only Packer worth starting until further notice. Maybe Aaron Jones, depending on the news we get throughout the week. But Alan Lazard is the only one you should care about. Next up, Amon Ra should be on your buy radar. I think there's a lot of good coming back from him as he gets back to 100%. Player of the game, I got to give to Aaron Rodgers' pitiful performance. Three interceptions in a game is bad for any quarterback, but given Rodgers usually throws about three interceptions every 10 weeks. Horrible game. Next up, the Patriots absolutely stomp the Colts 26 to three. First off, what a bizarre, bizarre game. Like just all Patriots defense. And that leads into takeaway number two. The Pats defense is back to being absolutely legit. And the emergence of a Ramondre Stevenson makes that so much better if you have the Patriots defense and fantasy ride them as long as you can because Ramondre and their ability to just run down the clock and have Mac Jones not make mistakes is going to potentially push them into a playoff spot first finally the Colts love is fading fast I was a proponent of Alec Pierce Michael Pittman was a huge buy in the offseason Jonathan Taylor number one overall pick and all of a sudden none of them seem important Maybe the hiring Saturday will come back and fix everything. I doubt that's the case. The Colts, for the rest of the season, might be the worst offense in football, and it'll be interesting to see how that develops. Player of the game, I have to give it to the Pats defense. They were so meaningful in this game. Next up, the Jets upset the Bills 20-17. to 17. What Jets are any given Sunday. They're the definition of any given Sunday. First off, Michael Carter may just be fine, regardless of James Robinson. He's a fine player. I think he's better than recovering from an Achilles tear, James Robinson. And we're kind of seeing that right now. So play Michael Carter. Next up, the Bills will be fine. Look, I mean, a loss to the Jets is never fun, especially the Jets of old, which this current Jets team is not. But no one ever enjoys losing to the Jets. However, I think the Bills are going to be okay. Josh Allen is still on an MVP track. Like, it, it's going to be fine. Don't worry about the Bills. Finally, Gabe Davis seems like he is who he is. He's inefficient. He is a boom-bust player, the definition. He has the ceiling to win you any week he's playing. He also has the floor to very much hurt you any week he's playing. That's how you should treat him. When he has these games where he has a few receptions for 30, 40 yards, I mean, those are going to happen. But you you take those with the exception or expectation that you're also going to get these 150-yard multiple touchdown games. And those are coming. Player of the game, I absolutely have to give it to Garrett Wilson for continuing to be the best rookie wide receiver. Next up, another 20 to 17 game. The Vikings take down the Commanders. Boy, I, I was really hoping this game would go the other way. First off, Hawkinson has a beautiful role on the Vikings. He's a tight end one the rest of the season, locked and loaded. 
but I think he has a just as good of an opportunity to potentially kind of push further. And with touchdowns also going his way, I mean, Hawkinson has a good chance to be very valuable for fantasy the rest of the year. Next up, Taylor Heineke is so dull, but it feels like he's the best option for the commanders. Carson Wentz is not, not good. Heineke has that kind of DF attitude that allows him to benefit players like McLaurin, like Curtis Samuel. And it just seems like Carson Wentz doesn't have that. I really think if Carson Wentz is healthy, Heineke should still be the guy playing. Finally, Kirk Cousins is so boring. Like, I I want to have more to say. He is the QB12 incarnate. Like, it's crazy how many fun offensive pieces are on the Vikings, and their quarterback is so dull. I wish I had more to say. Player of the game, I got to give it to Hawkinson because I'm just so happy for him. Let, let's see him prove some, prove some fantasy folks correct. Next up, the Jaguars rally over the Raiders, 27 to 20. Can't feel bad for Vegas right now. First off, the Raiders are just bad. The only offense they have is Adams and Jacobs, and that just isn't enough to cover for their defense. It isn't. They need to figure something out, whether that's looking for more defensive players this offseason. They're probably going to have a high draft pick. If they're able to make a move to get a guy like Anderson, I think they should. Next up, Travis Etienne is golden. If he stays healthy, he's going to be a monster for the rest of his career, not just this season. I mean, two, three, four more years of Travis Etienne, he could stay at this pace if he stays healthy. Finally, Christian Kirk is just that dude. It feels like we always knew he was good, and he's showing that right now in Jacksonville. This team has a very bright future in their receiving core with the addition of Calvin Ridley coming in. For the player of the game, I have to give it to Trevor Lawrence for coming back to looking good. I feel like I have to reward him every time he plays like that number one overall pick. Next up, the Seattle Seahawks stay hot over the Arizona Cardinals, 31 to 21. First off, Kenneth Walker is the definition of a closer. Six of his seven touchdowns this year have come in the fourth quarter. He is he is one arguably just as much of a reason for the Seahawks' success as Geno Smith. Next up, this was Walker's first game really being involved in the passing game seriously. He logged five PPR points solely from receiving. That's a strong baseline from a guy who should hit about 70 rushing yards minimum every game. Finally, Rondell Moore is all of a sudden a huge piece of this offense in Arizona. Keep an eye on him and consider trying to buy. Hollywood is coming back, but that does not necessarily mean the death of Rondell Moore's fantasy value. Player of the game, I absolutely have to give it to Gino for continuing his Opoi campaign. It's been phenomenal to see. Next up, the Buccaneers beat the Rams in just an absolutely disappointing game. Oh, boy, how far these two teams have fallen. 16 to 13. First off, Kate Otten is really flourishing. Keep an eye on him as Brady looks for someone to replace Gronk. Next up, Cooper Cup is just unstoppable despite Stafford's struggles. I mean, Cooper Cup is this offense for the Rams. They don't have a run game, and they seem to be relying on him more and more. He's just good. Finally, the ability for the Buccaneers to solely rely on the passing game could 
make for some boring future results for their running backs. Leonard Fournette is very much involved in the passing game, but if he continues to get three catches for 10 yards, I mean, it's it's not going to be the best thing for him moving forward. Player of the game, I got to give to Scotty Miller for a casual seven for 53. Good for you, man. Finally, coming up on the Sunday night game, a game I was very sad to see to go over to overtime. The Chiefs break down the Titans after an early surge, 20 to 17. First off, Malik Willis may just not be the guy we all thought he was. He looked good in college. He looked phenomenal at the combine, but it seems as though the NFL may have just been right on him. He's an amazing character, but he does not seem like the type of guy that's going to lead the Titans out of this kind of hole. And that might just be Ryan Tannehill until the end of his contract. Next up, when Mahomes throws the ball nearly 70 times, every Chief is going to have an okay game. This may not be the best game to take things away from. Looking at guys like Mecole, guys like Juju, this might just not be what we base everything on because Patrick Mahomes almost broke a record with how much he was throwing. Finally, the Chiefs' run game is dead until further notice. Pacheco isn't that guy. Clyde Edwards-Alaire isn't that guy. Mahomes is leading their teams in carries and yards. When he's doing that, you know things are bad. Player of the game, I absolutely have to give it to Juju for screwing me over in my work league. I don't know how I messed up his name. Juju for screwing me over in my work league. Rough, rough game. Sad I went to overtime. And with that, as always, I want to thank you all for tuning in, listening to me ramble going over all the different takeaways from this week. And I want to thank you again. And I look forward to talking to you all next week. I hope everyone takes care. Bye, everybody.